Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about the best way to get a perfect night's sleep. With SleepWave Premium, enjoy an ad-free experience, two exclusive bonus episodes a month, as well as our back catalog of premium content. Your support really helps. Sign up takes two taps, so please click the link in the show notes. But now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. Our children face more health challenges than we as parents ever did, and it can be challenging as a parent to be sure that you're doing the right things for your family. The advice can be overwhelming. I believe that moms are an absolute force of nature and have the most ability to create change. And that's why I created the Wellness Mama podcast to give simple answers for healthier families and to cut through all the noise. With over 700 episodes, this show has tons of practical tips on topics like real food, stress, sleep, fitness, toxins, natural living, and so much more to give you actionable steps to improve your family's health. Simply search for Wellness Mama, spelled M-A-M-A, on your preferred podcast platform to join the hundreds of thousands of regular listeners. I'm Carissa Vacker, and welcome back to Sleep Wave, a podcast where we let waves of relaxation wash over you through original sleep meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep tonight. And don't worry if you don't hear the end of an episode. I encourage you to drift off whenever you're ready. Before we get started on tonight's episode, I'd like to say thanks again for all of the amazing ratings and reviews you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts and some of the other networks too. This one goes out to Carlos, who feels like the insomnia he's been struggling with for five years has been resolved because of Sleepwave. That is beyond incredible, Carlos. So if you too find that sleep has come easier since listening to Sleepwave and you've not yet reached out to us, please feel free to let us know via the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We read them every day, and your ratings and reviews help us reach even more people who need a little help with their sleep right now. Love all, trust a few, do wrong to none is a line from Shakespeare's All's Well That Ends Well. And in general, is excellent advice. Trust can be a scary thing. When we're riding a roller coaster, we trust that the engineers designed it soundly and we will be safe. We trust that the government backs the money in our banks. We trust that when it says on the bag that the spinach is already washed, that it is, right? Just me. (laughs) And of course, We trust certain people in our lives. Trust can be a scary thing because trust requires faith that the roller coaster will hold, the money will be there, the spinach won't make you sick, or that those people will be there for you. But we also know that sometimes trust gets broken. All of us will experience this at some point in our lives, 
than often many times over. There are few feelings as disorienting as when we feel betrayed by someone or when something we trusted in turns out to not be true. This can be a deeply painful experience and lead to many sleepless nights. And yet, the fact remains that we must trust. If we don't, we are setting ourselves up for a life of anxiety and fear. I have always had small core groups of friends for exactly this reason. I only really want to invest my time and energy and heart into people I deem trustworthy. Still, I've lived enough life at this point that I've had my trust broken a few times by people I love. In my experience, there is a grieving period of either the relationship itself or what you believed it to be. After that point, there is often a decision to make. You can create new boundaries for yourself. You can try to work it out with the person you feel betrayed by, or you can walk away. Trust is a thing that is earned, and the truth is that not everyone deserves our trust. But if we don't find a way to open our hearts to trust again, even after being hurt, true healing can't occur. Similarly, having a basic sense of trust in the world around us is necessary to go about our lives with relative peace in our hearts and minds. Tonight, we're going to meditate on trust. If you've had your heart broken or your faith diminished by something or someone in your life, I am so very sorry. You are not alone. We are here together tonight, breathing, grounding, meditating. Taking the time to focus on your breath, to relax your body and quiet your mind will help your sleep be deep and restorative so you can wake up tomorrow ready for whatever the day may bring. This is Learning to Trust by Billy Gill. Lao Tzu said, He who does not trust enough will not be trusted. He's not saying that you must always trust everyone all the time, but rather he's highlighting the importance of mutual trust in any relationship, especially to those people with whom we are the closest. The impulse to trust is natural in people, Simply because it is natural doesn't necessarily mean that it is always wise to trust. In some cases, our trust can make us blind to behaviors that are undermining us. Being cautious and judicious are necessary and healthy social boundaries when practiced with the proper sense of proportion. When those proportions are imbalanced though, the result can be either a kind of cynicism or naivete, either of which will lead to negative consequences. 
Trusting enough can be the bridge between two people that engenders a sense of goodwill and reciprocity. On a large scale, human beings have done very well because of the amazing and somewhat unlikely phenomenon that has occurred in our ability to trust one another to some degree. Many daily interactions depend on trust. Imagine you're buying a table from a private seller via the internet. If you weren't able to communicate and proceed in good faith and mutual trust, the exchange simply wouldn't occur. How would you agree to meet and see the table? What if they don't show up on time or at all? What if you agree to pay, but only after you have the table in your possession? Of course, the untrusting seller would only be willing to give it to you once the money is in her hands. You can quickly see how every interaction becomes fraught with anxiety and tension, not to mention inefficiency. The small acts of trust we commit and receive each day are part of our social fabric. While there are plenty of examples of how people are suspicious of one another generally, on the whole, we are inclined to trust each other and that has added greatly to our success as a species. In an individual life, the decision to trust can be more complicated. Two extreme stances on trust can help provide a frame of reference for what trusting enough might look like. If someone is overly trusting, they leave themselves more open to manipulation and deception. If someone lacks trust altogether, they are paranoid and alienated from their fellow humans. Obviously, neither viewpoint is ideal. Tonight's meditation explores what it is that we can put our trust in to give us a sense of firm footing in our relationships, as well as our place in the universe. Just as the foundation of a house must be sound if the house has any chance of surviving, we must be able to trust on some fundamental level in order to function and flourish. Make your way to a comfortable and relaxed position in your bed. Be patient with yourself as you gradually find your way to relaxation. There is no need to hurry. When you assume some relaxed position, pause for a few moments and be still. You may discover that you aren't as comfortable as you might be, and then make some minor adjustments to your body in order to become more relaxed and at ease. Anytime you feel the need to move your body, please feel free to do so. 
just make sure that you are conscious of any movements. When you have made your way to a comfortable stillness, try to remain as still as possible. Again, if you have to move, just make sure they are conscious movements. Otherwise, try to be still. Say to yourself, silently in the mind, I will now practice sleep meditation. For the duration of this meditation, I will be very still. Making this type of statement to yourself will strengthen your resolve and allow you to settle more deeply. Trust is an act of faith, essentially. There may be some rational way of explaining trust. We may have elaborate theories and explanations about why we can trust, but inevitably, we will encounter some fundamental principle that is simply accepted because our knowledge has reached its limit. In logic, it's called an infinite regress. Infinite regress is easily understood from a story about the 19th century philosopher, William James, who had just finished explaining in a small American town how the earth revolved around the sun. He saw an elderly lady approaching with a determined look. Apparently, she strongly disagreed. No, the earth does not move, she said, because, as it is well known, it sits on the back of a turtle. James decided to be polite and asked what the turtle rested on. The old lady replied without hesitating, but on another turtle, of course. And James persisted. But what does the second turtle rest on? Then, so the story goes, the old lady triumphantly exclaimed, It's no use, Mr. James. It's turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way down has become synonymous with infinite regress. If the world rests on the back of a turtle, then there must be something upon which the turtle rests. Even if it's another turtle, that turtle depends on something to support it as well, and so on, and so on, infinitely. The truth is, our minds reach a limit in their ability to grasp what is underneath us fundamentally. That's because the part cannot comprehend the whole. Our minds are merely a portion of our being and derives its support from something deeper than the mind itself. The mind can no more grasp the whole of our being then the hand can grasp the whole body, that you are able to trust anyone or anything at all, speaks to the fact that on the deepest level, 
You have faith in something unknowable and unseen. Continue breathing at your own pace for some time. Even our greatest scientists leave room for doubt in making proclamations about the way the universe is. For example, the probability that the sun will rise tomorrow seems almost certain to our intuition. After all, it has done so for the entirety of human history. However, because of the limits of our knowledge, even though we know a lot about the mechanisms of how the sun rises each day, there is still a very small chance that what we assume to be certain may fail to happen. Isaac Newton laid out a very important concept about uncertainty. He said that we may regard propositions based on previous observations as being very nearly true. Of course, many of Newton's theories were later refuted in Einstein's theories, which highlights how our intuitions about the world may turn out to be false. When we admit this, we start to see an intimate connection between trust and doubt. You may think that doubt and trust are opposites. If you doubt something, that doesn't mean you don't trust it. If you understand that there is a chance that the sun may not rise tomorrow, however small, and yet you continue to make plans for the future, you are putting your trust in an uncertain future. Just as so much of the useful science that has developed from trusting in propositions that are at the very best, very nearly true, we build our lives on trust in a world which always has and always will have some degree of uncertainty. 
you weren't able to trust such a world, you wouldn't be able to live in it either. Doubt isn't the opposite of trust. Doubt is the requirement for trust. If there is certainty, then there is no need for trust. It's the uncertainty that allows you to trust and have faith in the future, even when your rational mind tells you that you might be wrong to do it. To trust is an act of courage. As you breathe in and out, allow your chest to rise and fall. In your mind, as you breathe, silently say to yourself, inhale, chest rising, exhale, chest falling, inhale, chest rising,
Courage comes from the French word for heart. We think of courage as a virtue that someone displays when they do something with an uncertain outcome. It implies that they are inwardly organized in such a way that they can stand up to a challenge, not only when the outcome is uncertain, but especially when the outcome is uncertain. Their heart, their innermost feeling is steady in the face of such a challenge. They have faith. It's not that they don't also have doubt. Without the doubt, there is no need for faith and trust. Trusting yourself also leaves room for doubt. Rather than suppressing doubt, integrate it by first acknowledging that without it, there's no need for trust. The same thing can be said for trusting another person. While you may decide not to trust everyone you meet, there are some relationships that won't grow or flourish without mutual trust. In these relationships, there may be doubts about the ability to fulfill your needs. The courage to trust is something you will cultivate within yourself. Sometimes, you make the decision to trust another person even though you are unable to explain why you trust them. This is valid too, on the grounds that there are some assumptions we make based on incomplete knowledge. There is even a small leap of faith in trusting that the sun will rise tomorrow. These decisions to trust someone, or even to trust yourself, can't always be justified with logic. They are justified with courage.
you watch your chest rising and falling, the energy of the heart, which is the source of such courage, expands with each inhale and returns with each exhale. Sense the wholeness of your being. This wholeness is beyond the mind, beyond conscious thought, beyond reason, beyond doubt, beyond faith. There is a limit to what we can know, and the human heart has the ability to move forward even in the knowledge that we don't know. We have the ability to trust others, to trust ourselves, to trust in tomorrow. It is this ability that has sustained us as a species and as individuals since the dawn of humans. It is the ability to trust that makes us trustworthy. Trust yourself and move forward with courage in your life. Let this wholeness support you even in the face of doubt. You are more than you can know. Trust in that. 